everyone. This is episode 574 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, January 9th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I don't have all that much to talk about, and I'm a bit drained and exhausted and just frustrated with the vocal minority of the anime community who are so often seemingly just the worst, the worst fan base. And this is relating to a review I posted yesterday for a controversial show uh, and the, uh, with controversial source material. And, and the controversy surrounds a false rape accusation that is a plot point in the first episode. And in my review, I bring up this controversy and bring up what it is and comment on it and how it could be bad and ways in which it is bad regardless, but that it's unnecessary and stuff. But I'm not completely dismissive of the show. I'm still going to watch it and see if it makes a good reason for this uh, plot point. But it doesn't matter because I wasn't overwhelmingly positive. I was negative in some extent. But it's clear, though, that the those who are replying, leaving their, their lovely comments and thumbs-downing the video, have not listened to the entire review, have not watched the entire review. Or if they had, they just didn't listen. Or they just are so uh, blinded by any criticism or discussion whatsoever of this that they're just they don't care i had a comment who was going about well actually uh you know rape accusations are more prominent and blah 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 um you know there are so few uh people who come forward uh, in the first place that we really don't know how many people are falsely accusing out there and that's kind of the reason why so few come out there is because they, they don't feel like they're going to get support if they come out and accuse uh, their you know, the assaulter um, and I like even comments on other sites and whatnot people going on about like no this is this is a terrible thing you know how many lives have been ruined by false accusations I know so many people have been like that is a load of shit there it is a load of shit for anyone to say, I know so many people whose lives have been ruined by false rape accusations. That, that's a load of shit. There's, there's no way. And like mathematically, I think it is probably literally impossible for someone to know so many, quote unquote, so many people who have had their lives ruined because of false rape accusations. I could be wrong, but I feel like it's, it's a pretty good uh concrete thing to throw out there that nobody knows that many and 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 i'm not saying that false rape accusations don't exist they do exist but it's a very small number it's a very very small number a very small percentage and to act like they don't or, or not act like they don't but act like they're more commonplace is just it's wrong and it's hurtful, but in my review, I go on saying that I don't, like, 
I don't know the source material all that well. I haven't read it or anything. So I don't know if this is the authors putting out their agenda, their opinions of, on this matter, and their belief that false accusations are more commonplace or whatever. But if they are, you know, that that's not great. What I look at it more is just a really lazy, unnecessary way of showing just how terrible this kingdom is that this person has been summoned into because it's an isekai series one of those series where a person from our world gets transported to another world and becomes a hero and all that kind of jazz and i look at it more like that it's just a a bad way of showing that especially when the series was already doing a fine job with other things and I bring that up in the review, but who gives a shit about that? Because you know what? If I'm going to talk about this controversy, of course, I'm going to hear about it. And it made me go back and forth as to whether or not I should even post it. But whatever, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. What are they going to do? Um, they're going to leave nasty comments and thumbs down a video. Ooh, my life is over? No. It's just annoying and frustrating to see this in a, a community for something I do love. I love anime. But it's clear that in the anime world, the fan base, I am, I feel like I'm very much so in the minority in terms of what I like about it and the series I like and, and the series that I don't like. You know, I hate Fairy Tale. <laughs> I think Fairy Tales terrible. But there are plenty of people who, who would agree with that. But I just feel like it's so hard to find other like-minded people in the anime anime community who are just level-headed and normal and not so uh, quick to just anger and vitriol and all like uh, the funny thing and what makes me look at the anime community as the worst community out there is that i can be down on a lot of things i can be down on movies games anime what have you and i will get comments i will get feedback i will get whatever from people in all those different mediums and hobbies but only with anime have i ever been told to kill myself and i've been told to do this more than once not with any other hobby have i ever been told regardless of how much i may dislike something that everyone else likes i'm not a huge fan of spider-man i've been told that 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 I'm wrong in that sense. And I love Red Dead. And I've been told that I'm wrong in that sense. But no one's ever told me to kill myself. Because of my opinion. Which is all it is. It's an opinion. Except with the anime community. And it's happened multiple times. And it is just really disheartening. Being someone who loves anime. And just feeling like. The, the community itself is so toxic in many places and you know the funny thing too is that if i post a positive review i can get a lot of positive feedback and comments and they're really nice and sweet but it's just that of all the, the communities out there it seems like the anime community has the hardest time dealing with negativity uh, with criticism with opinions that differ from their own they're not, they just can't accept it. And, you know, that's frustrating and annoying. Uh, and the more arguments that were thrown out there is that, oh, it was written by a woman. So therefore, it can't, you know, it has to be okay. That, that's not how it works. What all the 
because it's a woman that means that no, I don't, I don't even want to get into all that. Um, and they talk about the time it was written, like it started in 2012. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that the the the, the culture now is more open and people are talking about it more. It doesn't mean it's better. It's like another person brought, oh, get your American viewpoints out of here, blah, blah, blah. This is a Japan show, blah, 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 blah. That doesn't matter either. You can't say that, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a different culture. So, you know, because it's Japan, rape culture and accusations, it's, it's fine. That's just, that's, that's just Japan. That's Japan. That's not how it works. But, uh, yeah. Moving on to better topics, I guess. No, here's a worse, not, it's not a worse thing. It's just another sad thing. I got some Chinese food yesterday and, when I was there picking it up, I started looking at the fish tank because there are two fish tanks at the Chinese place that I frequent. And in the one that has a bunch of fish in it, they had one of those like black goldfish with the bulging eyes. And I noticed that one of his eyes looked a little weird. And it, when I looked close, uh, closer, it was detached. Uh, it was still, I mean, it was it's still attached, but it was out of the socket and kind of dangling out there. And then I noticed the other fishes started like, they were picking at this fish and one of the other big goldfish would put the eyeball in its entire mouth and try to like suck it off, eat it off. And <laughs> suck it off is a bad choice of words. Okay. It was trying to eat the eyeball and rip it off <laughs> the fish's uh, face. And at times it would just start flowing like it was it's clear that that fish was dying and the other fish knew this and were pecking on it and it was just it just became really disturbing uh, and and more so just because that eye was uh you know uh, loose and the one fish kept putting it in its mouth trying to eat it and it just thinking about it now it makes me feel really uncomfortable and sad. It was just really, really sad, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy about seeing that. I did tell them, uh, the employee there, about it. They saw it, so I assume they probably removed the fish. But that was just not something I was expecting to see, and really, almost, almost traumatizing. If I was a little kid, it would have been very traumatizing probably which is part of why i made sure i told them about it i couldn't just see that and then walk out because what if a kid walks in there and then sees these other fish picking at this one fish and then also see that its eye is almost completely off and the other fish are eating its eyes it was terrible what's not terrible but it's also not great is this point click adventure game i forgot about and then started playing a little bit of today it is Nari Tower of Shirin, which is on PC and Switch, and it has cats in it, which I love, and the art is super delightful. It's a very, very pretty game. I love the art, but that's pretty much where my love for it stops. I'm playing it on Switch. It has touch controls, or if you're using, uh, or you're playing in TV mode, I guess you can use the Joy-Cons in their corner clicker way detached i've i don't think i've ever played a game that way 
Um, but you can also use a pro controller and then you're just moving a hand cursor on the screen. But in handheld mode, using the touch controls, it doesn't feel that great for multiple reasons. One, there's no feedback where you touch, so you don't get like a little like uh, echo or something, um, or a ripple effect or something that tells you, oh, that's where you touched. And I don't think there was any audible feedback either. There are little bits of things that you can touch in the environment, and sometimes they can be really close to each other, and you could be trying to hit one thing and hitting the, the other thing multiple times. It, it's pretty finicky in that way. And there's no kind of visual clue or like a little sparkle or something that tells you what to hit. So when you go to a room, you're just smacking everything. Sometimes things will stand out visually. Other times, they won't. And you're just tapping all over the place like, what are these things? You can use the analog stick with the attached Joy-Cons to move the on-screen cursor around. And that becomes frustrating because it's it's a finicky cursor. It, it You move it a little and it just goes further than you'd like, than I'd like. Um, so it's not as precise as I would want it to be, which is disappointing. But then I just find the puzzles themselves and the story and all that to be uh, not particularly interesting, um, which is disappointing. I played it for maybe like 30, 45 minutes, and I don't think I'm going to go back to it. It's a short game from what I uh, could gather, seemingly about you know a couple hours, probably like three-ish hours, and yeah, it left me pretty disappointed because I remember seeing the first, like getting in some emails about it and seeing the art, and I'm like, ooh, I like the look of this. I like cats and I like this art. This looks like it could be delightful. And then I started playing it and I was like, uh, this doesn't feel great. There's minimal music in it, which isn't that great either. So yeah, it it looks fantastic, especially on the, the Switch screen. But it isn't all that fun. And and the story isn't interesting enough to keep me moving forward. So, yeah, that was a disappointment. Other than that, just Yakuza 0. And, of course, Gems of War, which I never really talk about. But I am, I don't, I don't know how deep I am, maybe 15, 16 hours deep into Yakuza 0. Um, and I am enjoying it. For the most part, uh, it, it just is something that I've come to realize is what it is. And the joy in it isn't in the actual gameplay, the mechanics of fighting. That's really something that you just do here and there and then in certain story bits. And it's, it's satisfying because of some of the heat actions you get, which is where you're building up this heat bar. And then you press triangle and it allows you to do a special move. And it's fun with some of the abilities, even though it is so clear from the heat actions he's doing, uh, whether it's Keru or uh, Majima, that they are killing these people. Like when you're taking a baseball bat and swinging it as hard as you had it, as, as hard as you can at their head, you're fucking killing them. I think there's one where he just straight out, where one of them straight up just snaps someone's neck. You just, you just kill that person. 
you just kill that person. But then they're just on the ground writhing in pain. Oh, no. And, yeah, I enjoy those parts of the action. But uh, the real joy is just in all of the nonsense that exists in it, the, the side stories. I feel like the side stories are where the game shines and whether or not the game works for you. The, the story, the main story is also well acted and solid but i really like the ridiculousness of all these side stories and how dumb some of them are um which i'll of course get to when i talk about it on attack the back it could be a very long episode i don't know how long it's going to be how much footage i'm going to use i'm recording everything which is not a great idea because that's probably when i if i put all those files into one premiere file it's probably going to be a nightmare. Um, but playing that and enjoying it, I need to get Beat Saber at some point. I keep thinking about it, and I really want to pick it up. But uh, other than that, haven't played all too much. Um, so, yeah. Some exciting news movie-wise, though. I got a few emails just a little bit ago about a few movies finally coming to Blu-ray, and they're up for pre-order now. And one of them is In Good Company, which is a solid romantic dramedy, I guess. Uh, or really a, I don't know, dramedy that has a romance subplot in it. It was with Dennis Quaid, Topher Grace, and Scarlett Johansson, where... Dennis Quaid works at this, I believe, ad agency or something like that. And he ends up getting a demotion and being replaced by the young, hot, uh, shot Topher Grace. And then Topher Grace ends up in a relationship uh, on the low low with his daughter, played by Scarlett Johansson. And Topher is this bright-eyed confident overly confident guy who is also a bit lonely and becomes buddy buddy with Dennis like it's a solid little thing it's not amazing or anything but it's it's a good movie and it's worth checking out if you've never watched it but the bigger one that I'm way more excited about is Shadowlands which if you've never seen it and there's a good chance you've never seen it it's a movie about C.S. Lewis, the writer of the Narnia books, and about this time in his life where he met this woman, Joy something, uh, who was a fan, I believe, and I think they might have met at like a party or something, but it's about the love they shared, and it's not your typical type of romance. Uh, it's been a while since I've watched it, but like I don't think they're they're that physical with each other uh, more emotional love but i could be wrong with it in that sense but um i just remember it being an incredibly sweet uh lovely little movie that i adored when i finally got to see it but it's hard to i mean you can you can get it on like prime and stuff like that you can get a digital copy or whatever but it's not streaming anywhere i think it was an hbo movie originally um, and they've done a piss poor job with any movies that 
I think were originally made for their uh, service because I know there are a few others that, like my dad really likes that are nowhere to be seen. I think one was like the Spitfire Grill and others. Um, but it's being, it's Universal Pictures, I believe. So it might just be that they had, they licensed movies from studios and then they ended up going nowhere. Like they just ended up kind of being forgotten by the, the studio holders. And now some of these movies are finally coming out, or at least this one is. And it's it's just very beautiful. Um, you know, it's not a crazy thing like it's it's very subdued it's it's very quiet sweet and i i think it's absolutely lovely and i'm so happy that it's finally coming out on blu-ray because even finding it on dvd i think it's hard and expensive more expensive than it should be or that then one would like to pay for just a dvd um so i'm really excited about that unless the transfer is shit uh if, if it's dvd quality transfer for 30 bucks and that's gonna be annoying because it's 27 bucks right now which is a bit much but I, I might pay that for it i don't know uh but it'll probably go on sale at some point so i can wait but that's that's a, a wonderful movie that if you've never seen i highly recommend checking out and of course like i said i believe it's available digitally you know through amazon or like itunes probably as well so you can watch it there for much cheaper and i think you should and of course finish the 2014 version of fairy tale bunch of shit and now i'm on the current season which i did not realize is still ongoing but i guess that makes sense because it's only like 13 episodes in and it's still fairy tale it hasn't gotten terrible yet but that's just going to happen when more of the worst characters come into play but it's still not great it's kind of been a little fun Oh my god, it's been a little fun seeing them get the team back together. But now that the team is back and they're going to have Fairy Tale all ready to go again, I don't, I don't feel too great about <laughs> where it's going to go after this. But um, other than that, not too much to talk about. I'm, I'm sorry to anyone who's made it this far for that really just bleak opening with one two-punch of anime fans anime fandom and dead fish or dying fish it wasn't dead um so yeah once again i'm your host marcus nez i'm so happy today aren't i uh y'all can find me on twitter pretty much everywhere at px sausage on p s n i don't care you know what i, I was thinking about the whole psn thing if they really, keep, you know, if they actually put it through for the public and everything, the name changing. If it doesn't, if it doesn't affect any of my purchases and it just prevents me from getting certain achievements in like PS3 games or whatever, I think I'm still going to do it because the more I think about it, the more I look at it and just say, why should I even care about that? Oh, I might not be able to get achievements in some PS3 games, or I might not be able to get trophies. And for me. Why do I care about that? I like achievements. I'm not going to be an achievement and trophy hunter. I'm not either really anymore. I enjoy getting my achievements, but I don't even have the notifications turned on, so I don't see the blips happen or anything. Uh, and I don't play games on the hardest difficulty just for achievements anymore. So 
I'm not doing all that. But it just doesn't make any sense because I'm not going to play through a game on Xbox and then play through the same game on PS3 or whatever uh, to get trophies for that same game. It's just not going to happen. And I don't care. I'm not concerned about my level or anything. So for me, being able to say I am PX Sausage pretty much everywhere and have it, you know, be true for PSN as well is more important than my trophy crap on there. So yeah, you know, I don't want to create a new account because of course I have my purchases tied to there. If that's affected by changing your name, if any of the purchases, regardless of what system it is, I, you know, I sell my PS3, I have my purchases. I don't want to lose those. If I lose any purchases or could lose purchases, then fuck it. I'm not doing it. But if it only affects trophies, I don't care. Uh, I've, I've made that. I've made up my mind at this point. So we'll see because I don't think they've talked about it at all since it went into beta. I'm assuming it's still in beta, but I don't know. Anywho, the site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog. I was going to say, and the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. What That's already what this show is. And, of course, Attack the Backlog, which I've said already, but I'm saying it again. And... They're all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video versions of this here's show and Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage, where you can watch the latest episode of Attack the Backlog, which is all about Never Alone and the DLC, the Foxtails DLC. Spoilers, I was disappointed. Also, if you go over to YouTube, you can watch my <laughs> reviews of anime uh, i've got four up now for the current winter season i'll probably post a few more tomorrow maybe later today depending uh probably mob psycho 100 uh season two the first episode though i keep going back and forth if i should even bother not because i feel like i'm gonna get a bunch of hate for that just because i don't really remember how the first season played out and ended all that well it's been a, a bit of a, uh, a while. It's been a while. And I love the animation, but I don't remember the story grabbing me all. I, I'll, I'll see how it goes. If I, if I watch it and I think, oh, this is a decent episode that you can jump back into. And it's not like, oh, I'm forgetting all these things. It's, it's throwing all these things at me. I don't remember. You know, we'll see. But um, there are a few others and whatnot. But uh, if you like art and very colorful art you can go over to pxsr.com and check out all of my art over there if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and everything we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away because every little bit counts and i've completely removed all ads i used to have some amazon ads on the site and i'm like these are stupid. So, yeah. Anywho, that will do it for this here episode. So, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here show. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Bye.